What is up, everybody? We are back with a brand new episode of the Silver Lions Playbook Podcast. Today is going to be a really fun episode. We got about an hour-long one for you guys. Uh, I got my friend Chase on the podcast today. He's our resident Vikings fan. So today we'll be going over um, what the schedules look like for the Lions and the Vikings. We'll both talk about... uh, a game-by-game basis we'll go back and forth starting with the Vikings ending with the Lions um I think it's gonna be really fun though and I think you guys are really gonna enjoy it so stay tuned it's a long ride but it's worth the wait with that said let's get right into it all right so we're gonna start with the schedules and uh I'm gonna let him go first because we're gonna go Vikings first and I want I'm gonna let him have quote-unquote home turf whatever you want to call it so uh week one the Minnesota Vikings have to play the uh, Green Bay Packers, and we get to play them at home. So, starting off week one of the season, I think we're definitely going to take care of business there. Mm. Um, what do you what you got score wise? Score wise, I don't know, man. I think Delvin Cook's definitely going to have a big game. Big game. Kirk's not going to have to throw the ball that much, mm. just like week one last year. Smack the Falcons. Uh, I think we're going to have a really good game against the Packers. Um, I don't know. They beat us twice last year, but uh, I just think they didn't get better. I think we did. So uh, Vikings take this one 27-21. Wow, that's really crazy, bro, because I totally agree with you. Um, I have it down as 27-24, and I made mine way before. Uh, so I think that's really crazy. But I honestly do think the Packers didn't get any better. I agree with you there. The only thing that frightens me with your defense is the corners, which I'm going to get to later. But uh, I think I think at home against the Packers week one, they didn't get any better. You guys did, like you said, and I think you guys take that one. All right, week two, we got the Colts. We got to go to Indianapolis for this one. Another dub. I definitely think we uh, beat old, 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 <laughs> nine-kitted Philip Rivers. Bolo tie wearing super fly. Yeah, this man is not it anymore. We uh, picked him off, I think, five or six times last year when we played the Chargers. I know it was a different team, but like score was like 34 to 10. I don't trust Philip Rivers, and yeah, I... I did. Their defense is good. They they definitely have a good defense. Uh, they just picked up Xavier Rhodes though, and Adam Thielen's gonna eat, eat, eat. I agree with you. Um, what do you think the score is gonna be though? Oh yeah, so my score. So I definitely we're gonna put the work to him again. I think the work. I think we get up to thirty. I'll say thirty-one to fourteen. 31 to 14, dude. Okay, I agree with you on the win, but I think the Colts are way better than you're giving them credit for. I think um, all they needed last year was a quarterback that could at least be serviceable. And I know, okay, I get he wasn't good with the Chargers last year, but they were hurt all all year on defense, and his O-line was garbage. And, I mean, yeah, he has Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, and uh, I just think the Colts are better, not not than you guys, than uh, the Chargers. But I think you guys win this game 23 to 21. I think it's going to be real close. I see this as late game. Kirk gets a you know one of those game winning drives where it just drives on the field because the Colts defensive backs aren't that good either. And I think Dalvin Cook's probably going to eat the Colts defense alive because they're decent 
linebackers, but their middle linebacker is not great. They really only have Darius Leonard, and their defensive line is kind of, you know, so-so. I mean, they did just trade for uh, uh, guy DeForest, from the 40, DeForest Buckner from the yep. 49ers, yeah. Uh, but I think – I just think you guys win that one. But it's going to be closer, than, I think, than you do. Honestly, bro, real quick, in between this, I'd like to hear your take. I think Phillip Rivers – would be able to have a better season next year in San Diego than he would in San Indianapolis Diego? or LA. Las Vegas. Yeah, or, you know yeah, what I meant no, with LA. the Chargers. Yeah, LA, LA. yeah, I feel like he could have a better season with a healthy Chargers team than the healthy Indianapolis. I uh, might. They agree just with you, made but some offensive line moves too. They just picked up two people, but they did just trade their left tackle. But it was for another. It was guard. for a guard, but yeah. do they have a left tackle? Do they draft one? I think, um, bro. No, I'm they drafted first-round uh, quarterback. I work with the Chargers fan, and he's really high on him, bro. He's been telling me I mean, a lot. I think they're <laughs> going to be good, dude, but I think the Colts are just better right now. Their offensive line is just light years ahead of the Chargers. I think their run game is as good, if not better. They did just trade – uh, they did just draft Jonathan Taylor, so I think he's going to be a home run hitter for them. I mean, he was my number one running back in the, in the draft period, and two guys went before him, so I think he's just going to be very good. I think he'll start by week four, um, but, yeah, I, I, I disagree with you there, but uh, moving right, on to the Titans. Right, yep, at Titans, Titans. So, Titans, man, this one, we, the old Vikings and the Titans kind of got the old Spider-Man's pointing at each other thing going on, like, um... They're kind of very similar to me. They, I uh, definitely agree. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, I feel like he is a more mobile yeah, Kirk Cousins. He's a more mobile Kirk Cousins, <laughs> but he not as accurate. I would he's say. just not gonna be as good. Like while he was in Miami, wasn't very good. He got to the scheme and he flourished for those last few games. But I think that he's not gonna be as good as what uh what he showed last year i think we're a team that definitely can handle running backs when it comes to big running backs especially people who are gonna try to power through you we just got michael pierce i think this one's gonna be a tight one i'm only i think we're gonna win i think we can start out three and oh but especially because we're at home i'm gonna say Low scoring to 16 to 17. Wow. Dude, I I think it's hilarious how we think so alike because I have almost the same exact score. I have you guys winning 17 to 13. Literally, like, that's insane. Almost all. I mean, the the second game wasn't very close, but that's insane to me. Either way, I do agree with you basically in everything that you said. I think the Titans, this is my reason the Vikings lose or beat the Titans. I would if they played the Titans in Week Twelve, I would have them losing. They play yeah, the Titans, Titans in Henry Week Three. Really turns on exactly, and I think that Brian Tannehill is going to have a not a bad start, but not a not as good as he was. People are going to start doubting him. They're going to start saying, "Should have, we have re-signed Marcus Mariota?" And then around Week Six, he's going to turn it on, and they're going to be nine and seven, ten and six again. Next, the Vikings at Titans. <sighs> It'd be lovely to just come on this podcast and say we're just gonna go four and oh but i do feel like especially with all the momentum we're riding bro i think we're gonna have to drop this one i think we're gonna lose to the texans i think they're gonna the reason i think we're gonna lose to the texans is simply due to the fact that they have just one of those special quarterbacks in deshaun watson Mm -hmm. and 
uh, man, we're away on the road. We just are, we're on a hot start. We're not a team to just go on that blazing run like that. I feel like realize or the reality is gonna smack us in the face and we're gonna have to take an L. I th- I think it's just kind of maybe not a trap game, but it's just a good team that gonna you got to go on the people. road. You got to go yeah. on the road and play and. We got back-to-back tough ones here, but I think we're going to drop this one, and I think we are going to lose kind of in a bad fashion. I think it's going to be like 10 to 20. Wow. See, I completely disagree with you. Um, I I think you guys win, beat the Texans 28 to 21. I see you guys winning four in a row, only because you guys are riding momentum. If Dalvin Cook stays healthy, I think he can do well enough against his uh, Texans defense. I don't think their corners are very good, so I think Kirk's gonna have a good game. I know Deshaun Watson is really good, but I just see, I just see the Vikings defense putting a lot of pressure on him because yeah, they did just get Laramie Tunsil, but the rest of their O line is you know eh, and I think you your guys' front seven you know is one of the best in the league if I'm being honest. So I think you're going to put the pressure on Deshaun Watson, and he doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins to rely on anymore, and it's going to be weird. That's really the biggest thing with me is they don't have a legit tight end uh, out there, and they did they don't have a big receiver. They I don't did, know if uh, you noticed. Is, they do have a decent tight end. They have, uh, um, uh, I mean, he's uh, decent, but he's not, like, anything to be scared Waller. of. Darren, Darren Fells. Darren Fells. Oh, Fells. Yeah, Wells. he's, like, decent, but he's not. He's not. He's he's been a tight end. Fantasy points. Yeah, but he's been a tight end too. Most of the places he's been, he just gets you fantasy points because he catches touchdowns in those uh, uh, two tight end sets. But uh, like a like I just I mean okay they went and got Brandon Cooks signed Randall Cobb right now they have Will Fuller and um, um, who's their other receiver Brandon Cooks Will Fuller and they signed Randall Cobb. No, they have another one. Kenny uh, Stills, Kenny Stills. Oh yeah, Kenny Stills. So wow. they have all of those yeah. small, fast receivers, right? But they don't really have somebody to go up and get it in the red zone, and that's what DeAndre Hopkins does for Deshaun Watson, and that's what Deshaun Watson has had his entire career, going back to college. He's had it his whole whole career in the NFL with obviously uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Now he's no longer on the team. I just think Deshaun, its confidence is going to be a little hurt, maybe, and I think he's going to not come out and wow people this year. But I don't think they're going to be a bad team. But I think you guys beat them this. Another this week. thing that's kind of crazy, just to throw in there, I think I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think David Johnson is. Uh, uh, Delvin Cook's favorite running back and someone he idled as he grew up, and I think David Johnson will have a better game than Delvin Cook this wow. game. I honestly, that was one thing that I've been thinking about the whole time with the Texans is, does David Johnson like do, what does he do this year? Like, it's weird to think about because he hasn't really done much the last few years with the Cardinals, but he's been injured. You know, he's not old. I believe he's twenty-seven or twenty-eight, and yeah. I mean, he's kind of got a bad contract. That's why they traded him. But like. I don't know. He could be freaking David Johnson of, you know, 2016, 2015. Like, David Johnson 2016, 2015 was a top five running back to most people. Yeah. But I don't know. You'll, we'll have to see about that one. But, uh. So, going on to Seattle, this is honestly one of the reasons why I have us kind of having a dud against the Texans. I think uh, it's a primetime game, it's a night game. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins is going to break some woes. Uh, we lost to Seattle last year, but man, we were in that game. Kirk brought us back into that game. 
I don't know why, but we go to CenturyLink Stadium every year. It's been like the past three years in a row that we have to go there, and we've lost every time. I think Kirk Cousins doesn't want that to happen. I think we can take this game from the Seahawks, mm-hmm. and I think I think it's part of the reason why we also lost to the Texans. We were looking, Kirk was really looking forward to this next game, and Delvin didn't show up against the Texans. But I think we want to beat the Seahawks, and it's going to be a game that's personal to us. I'm going to say we win this game 24-20. to 20. Okay, I like that. Um, even though I completely disagree with you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think Kirk is going to come out in primetime and drop this one to the Seahawks again, like he has. And I don't think it's going to be Kirk's fault at all. I think the Seahawks are... Russell Wilson, like you said, you're, you guys are going to lose to Deshaun Watson because of him. Seahawks are a little bit better than the, the Texans, in my opinion, on both sides of the ball. Um, and I think that you guys lose this one 31-20. Because I think it's going to be much like last year's game where they get out in front early and then you guys kind of come come back a little bit, come back a little bit. But I think they really just pull away in the end where you guys might you know score another touchdown in the last two minutes of the game and it's like it doesn't even matter because they're already up by more than 20 yeah but, last last year we there was like seven minutes left in the game and we were down 17 to yeah. 31 and then kirk had a beautiful pump fake hit laquan treadwell on the sideline made it 31 to 24 and our defense just didn't hold up xavier rose can let up too many passes and we just they ran over us they did but I like Michael Pierce over Limbaugh Joseph. I may have said that before, but I like him. Yeah, I, like I like him a lot, too. I was mad stuffer. when I uh, seen that because I wanted him in Detroit. But we got Danny Shelton, and he's younger and a little bit cheaper, so I'll take it. Um, yeah. Moving on Falcons. Uh, to the Falcons at Vikings. Oh, man. It was our week one matchup last year. Kirk threw the ball ten times. Nine completions. I think it was like 91 yards. We took care of them with defense and special teams. Atlanta's one of the teams that, like, Matt Ryan, I, you got to love him. I mean, he could be a Hall of Fame quarterback. and Not Hall, oh yeah, Hall of Fame, yeah. that's what I meant to say. He could be in Canton one day. Like, I don't know, he technically should have had a Super Bowl. He was just playing Tom Brady. But Matt Ryan's just always someone who gets a lot of yards. He has a good season usually every year. He just he is honestly, in my opinion, someone just like Matthew Stafford. He just has never had the office around him to be a very successful quarterback. That's yeah, nice. I, I kind of agree with you there. But uh, what's your score on that one? My score, I'm big, not a big one. I'm gonna say like twenty-eight, seventeen. Okay, I. Okay, I agree with you on the win, and we're pretty close on the score, but I think it'll be a little bit closer than you think. Uh, I have them winning 31-24. to 24. I mean, I think the one thing with the Falcons that scares me with your guys' team is they do have a lot of receiving threats, and they did just go trade a second-round pick for a tight end who was a first-round pick to begin with. So I just that kind of scared me a little bit. I honestly originally had uh, 31-17, to 17, but then I changed it to 24 because I was like, you know, I'm going to give them another touchdown just because I kind of feel like Matt Ryan is going to at least put up 20 on you guys because your guys' corners are not great. I mean, they're not terrible, but they're uh, bottom 15, I'd I feel like say. they could surprise. They could. Uh, yeah, they're young. They're young. Yep. But um, 
My problem is they're young and they haven't shown much to begin with. I mean, they've had their bright spots, but a lot of times they're not great. You know, they're they're very spotty. They honestly, okay, this is my comparison. I think you guys are going to be like the Eagles last year where you, Ooh, yeah, yeah. I think I th- but not not but okay, without injuries. I'm saying at the yeah. beginning of the season, to begin the season. I'm saying early early Eagles. That's how your guys' defense is going to be. Because they were good up front, you know, but their corners just weren't doing it. Their safeties are uh, both good. Malcolm Jenkins, yeah. and they had Sandejo for a while, honestly. So uh, the next next game that we play, we are coming out of our bye week, and we are playing the Packers again. And let me tell you, I hate the Packers, and we are beating them twice. You heard it from me first. I don't care. We had two beautiful the schedule came out beautiful for us we got to play them week one at home and then we get to play them whatever week this is i think it's seven maybe week eight right off the bye and i think that's just that's perfect i think it's going to be tight all division games are honestly tight but i feel like we beat them 33 to 30 it's a high score see i completely disagree with you on this game again uh, I think you guys come off the bye and get kind of blown out a little bit. I think Aaron Rodgers looks at your defense and says, you know, today I'm just going to throw five. You mean Jordan Love. Ha, ha, ha. You're funny. I think I think Aaron Rodgers is going to pick apart that secondary, and it's just not going to be pretty. Because I think by this time, I know you guys are coming off a of bye week, but I feel like at this time, it's going to be hard for your corners because it's middle of the season. They're going to be fighting off little injuries, and I know, like I said, you're coming off the bye week, but that doesn't mean you're completely healthy either. I think you guys dropped this one 35-24 in Lambeau, but I still give you 24 because, like I said, you guys do tend to come back in games that you're down quite a bit and pad that scoreboard a little bit. But, all right, we got our first meeting, Lions at Vikings. You go first. You know it's a dub. <laughs> you know it's a dub. Love to hear it. And we get them at home. We just came off a big division win. We have three division games right after the bye week, back to back to back. It's all we're going to be preaching the whole bye week is we got to come out strong. We got to come out and we got to beat all three of our division teams in back to back to back weeks. And we will be in a prime spot for playoff positioning. Like, if you can beat your three teams in your division in back-to-back-to-back weeks, you got a way higher percent chance to win the division. So I definitely think we come out, we get this dub. I think it's at home too. And hmm, another thing I saw is over the since Kirk Cousins has been in Minnesota, we've averaged at least 28 points against the Lions. I think we get to at least 28. So I'm going to say we get 30, and I will give them, I'll say 22. Okay. Um, I kind of agree with you, actually. I see the Lions dropping this one only because we're in Minnesota, and I think we're going to, we have trouble, we tend to have trouble in Minnesota. I mean, we guys, we beat you every so often in Minnesota, but normally when we beat you, it's at home. I mean, just like any team, but I do disagree with you with the score. I think it's going to be really close throughout the entire game. I think you guys win on a late field goal. Just like one of those games where it's just like, damn, you know, we could have we could have had it, should have had it, but it just happened. <laughs> Typical Lions you, you loss. Know, <laughs> you know how that is. So, but 
Yeah, I see. Like I said, I see us dropping this one 24-21. But uh, moving on, Vikings at Bears. So you know what I just said. We got wanted to come out. We want to come out and beat all three of the division teams. Well, we beat two of them, and we're going to drop this one. We're going to completely drop to the Bears. We're on a winning streak. We just beat the two, and this one we're just going to drop. We just lost to Chase Daniel as their quarterback last year in Chicago. So I don't have faith. Khalil Mack always sacks Kirk Cousins. I'm going to give it to him. It's going to be low scoring. It's going to be like 17-7. to We're going to have a poop-the-bed game. See, I disagree with you on this one. I think you guys beat them pretty soundly, 24-10. to I just don't see the Bears as a threat this year. They didn't really get any better. I think they're – I mean, they could have gotten better with Nick Foles at quarterback, but we don't know if he'll even play by this by this point. And my main thing with the Bears is they don't really – I mean, wh- they lost to Mucamara, so it's like what did they really do in corner on the outside to even – you know, boost that cornerbacks, yeah. and they weren't very good last year. They they uh, signed Buster or Buster Screen, and he's not like great or anything. Yeah. He's average, I'd say at best. Eddie Fuller and Kendall Kendall or, or Kyle Eddie, Fuller. yeah, Kyle, Eddie Kyle Jackson Fuller and, Kyle Fuller. and Eddie Jackson, yeah, they're both. yeah. I mean, Eddie's a free safety, but yeah, he's I mean, he's probably one of the best free safeties in the mm-hmm. league. But uh, moving on to Cowboys at Cowboys. Vikings. Yep, I I think we can take care of the Cowboys here. I think. <laughs> what? I definitely. Yeah, I definitely. You guys can. have you guys losing to the Bears and then beating the Cowboys? We're coming off of a loss, man. Like I do not. We aren't gonna drop two in a row. Uh, the Cowboys are gonna be a decent team next year, but uh, Mike McCarthy is their coach, and I think uh, Mike Zimmer always got the best of Mike McCarthy, and I feel like he can get him in the Dallas too. Feel like he's gonna take it. I'm gonna say 27-24, tight game. Okay, I like it, but I completely disagree with you again. I think the Cowboys beat you guys very, very soundly, 38 to 24. I think Dak comes out and he just didn't just annihilates your guys' defense. Cause yeah, your front seven is like pretty good and your your safeties are pretty good. But like I said, I do not trust your corners, and they have four wide receivers that can just murder you guys at any time and Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott and one of the best O-lines in the league so it's just like oh their defense is good enough I think their defense is just almost just as good as y'all's and I think their offense is light years ahead of yours Zeke Elliott and Dalvin Cook are pretty much on the same play like level playing field but you guys have Adam Thielen a rookie and then a bunch of guys and I feel like the Cowboys have like I said three to four legit weapons that could be like Wide receiver twos, wide receiver ones in different places. They did just get C.D. Lamb, but I think yeah. that last year we only had Trey Waynes and Mackenzie Alexander and Xavier Rhodes. Like we didn't have great last year, but you guys still but did well. You okay? But what you just said is you realize every single one of them you downgraded at. All of them play for other teams. And are still going to be as bad on other teams. Well, I'm like saying we, they got signed. You don't know if we downgraded because you well, haven't you're, I mean, seen I guess it. that's right, but when they played, they weren't very good to begin with. They were not bad, but they weren't good. I wouldn't say, like, I mean, I guess, obviously the Vikings know more than I do because they see these players in practice every single day, so they rely on them, but they trust them. But I'm also knowing the fact that NFL teams get it wrong quite a bit. And I think they might be more reliant on their front seven than we, you know, initially think. They might 
just think their front seven is going to get it done, so they don't really need sweet corners. They can just have guys that can stay in the way, and then their front seven can get a sack. Right. But uh, the Panthers, yeah. Teddy reunion, Teddy reunion, but I think we beat him. I, yeah. I think we beat him up too. I think we sack him a lot. It's at home, get the pressure. I think we're definitely gonna kind of get a big win here, and it is going to be, uh, I'd say twenty-one to seven. Wow. See, I kind of give the Panthers a little bit more than you. I think it's going to be like, okay, so kind of like the Seahawks game from you guys are like this year. I think you guys are going to come out pretty, you know, 14-0, 14-0. Going in the second quarter, they score a touchdown, goes into halftime, you know, 14-7. And then you guys go up, you know, like 21-7, and then go 24-7, and then they score a touchdown type, type of stuff. And I think it's going to be pretty sound at, until like the last five minutes they score again. But I think you guys win 30-24. to Um I just don't really think the Panthers are going to do much this year. They're going to be like one of those 5-11 and 11 teams that should have probably not signed Teddy and just let him go somewhere else because now they're going to, you know, basically win themselves. Teddy's going to win them two to three games, and they're going to win themselves out of the Trevor Lawrence-Justin Fields conversation. But moving on to the Jaguars at Vikings. Shloop! Don't even need to talk about this one. <laughs> 42-10. Ooh! I agree with you. I agree with you that it's going to be a big win. I think it's going to be a big win a little bit smaller, though, 30-17. to 17. Yeah, I just don't, like, think anything about the Jaguars is good besides maybe Leonard Fournette, and they got a couple good receivers. Outside of that, they got a linebacker, and, the, I mean, nothing's really happening yeah, over there. Completely they, rebuild. They yeah. got rid – they were in the AFC Championship, and they were known for their corners, and yep. Kalias Campbell, and gone, Yeah, and – Gone and gone <laughs> <laughs> for a fourth round pick. Yeah, <laughs> bag of chips. Yeah, but uh, right. moving on to the Vikings at Bucks. Bucks, man, we're we're gonna drop it. We're gonna lose okay. to the Bucks. I respect They're that. gonna beat us. We gotta go down to Tampa. They're gonna be hitting their stride. Tom Brady, ho- I, he could be hurt. I don't know. I don't know how Tom Brady's career is gonna end. I feel like no one does, but I don't feel like it's gonna be in a pretty way. I feel like. He, He's someone who wants to go out in a bad way. Maybe he doesn't want to, but I think it's almost destined to happen. The dude's like 45. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I, I'm going to give the score here. I'll give – it's going to be a high score for them at least. I'm going to say they get a good 27 points here, and we score 17 I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I'm giving you guys a little more credit because I don't really trust that Tampa Bay defense that much. I mean, I know they've got some good guys up front, and their linebackers are good, but their corners are young, just like you guys, but they don't have that safety tandem like you. So I think Tom Brady is going to have a really good game against your defense. 42-31, to 31, I think you guys dropped that one. Uh, and then moving on, Bears at Vikings. Uh, this is where we uh, we finally get our moment where uh... – you were in high school, and the bully always bullied you. They bullied us for like three years, and it's not even like they were that big bully. They were just kind of the just small kid who just beat you up for no reason and was just kind of a bad person. We're finally going to beat them. We're going to give a smacking to them. It's going to be like 28 to 13, and it's going to be a good moment for Kirk Cousins because Khalil Mack abused him his whole time in Minnesota. And he's finally going to get the best of the Bears. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think it's going to be a big win. 
What did you guys? What did you have the score? I said twenty-eight thirteen. Um, I think, I think thirty-five to fourteen. So it's pretty similar. I just think you guys put another touchdown on them because I think this is going to be one of those years where the Bears have been coming off some kind of lucky years with injuries. I would say so. I think they're going to kind of be beat up on defense, and uh, this is just going to be one of those easy wins. Kirk Cousins probably doesn't even play in the fourth quarter. Um, <clears throat> moving on, Vikings at Saints. Man, Christmas Day. Kirk Cousins is so religious, he's so Christian, man, and he's going to have to get a bad Christmas present from the Saints. Yeah. They're mad, bro. We beat them all the time, yeah. all the time. We just beat the Saints, and I feel like it's just the luck is up, man. Like they gotta, They're going to get the best of us. We, we got to go to New Orleans, and I think it's going to be a tight game. I'm calling this 21-20, and I feel like the game could – Kind of go either way, but I'm going to say in this, just for the benefit of the doubt, that uh, the Saints are going to get that one. I completely disagree. I think you guys lose, but I think it's going to be a lot worse than you had it. I think it's going to be 34-21. to I think Drew Brees comes out and puts on a show because you guys pissed him off the last couple years, and you guys beat him in the... uh, playoffs last year Mike Zimmer knows how to mess the Saints up him and Sean Payton clash heads no I know and I know Mike Zimmer's a good coach I just think Drew Brees is gonna be like you know not this time like they're I think honestly I think they're gonna be like not fighting for a playoff spot but it's gonna be for like a top seed because they're gonna be one of the better teams in the league again so I just think they come out and kind of beat you guys up I think it's gonna be pretty close and then at the end it's just gonna be one of those games where Kirk throws a pick six at the end like, you know, not at the end, end, but in the last 10 minutes of the game. And then it's just like, well, there goes all of our momentum. And then they score again. And it's just like, okay, well, we lost that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on to the last game of the year, we have Vikings at Lions. Man, I know. I know you had us losing to them once, and you aren't going to have us losing. <laughs> you aren't going to have your team losing to us again. But I am giving us a dub to be 12-4 and four and – it is a 1 o'clock game. I don't know when the San Francisco 49ers play that day, but that is going to put us at 12-4 and four in my predictions, and San Francisco is going to have to win their last game of the season for the number one seed. Does it happen? I'm not here to make that prediction, but if they lose, I feel as though the Vikings would be the number one seed in the NFC North, and I think we're going to win this game. Um... I don't know what the Lions are going to be at at this point, but uh, I feel like Matt Patricia might be fired. Hmm. But <laughs> but if he's not and they're holding true, I'm going to say this game is a 28-20 to 20 hmm. victory for I respect the Vikings. It. I'll respect it, even though I completely disagree. <laughs> I think the Lions come out in this game. We just lost to you guys pretty close before. And, you know, we just... We don't really lose to the Vikings, like, recently, other than last year. And, I mean, I know we lost you guys twice. but the past it's like, two years, we were far now. Either way, I think that the Lions win this one. They got way better. The Matt Patricia is a good coach. I believe I disagree with you on that point. I think that they win this one 30 – or the Vikings lose this one 30-21. to 21. So, I have them sitting at 10-6. and six. That's my Vikings prediction. Uh Moving on to the Lions schedule. You said 12 and 4? Yeah, that's what I had. I said Lions schedule. Lions schedule. Uh, I'll start. So, week one, 
Bears at Lions. I have them winning this one pretty good, 27 to 14. I think that the Lions are going to come out at home, show why they picked up all these free agents. They're going to show why Matt Patricia is the coach. They're going to show why Matt Stafford is a top 10 quarterback. They're just going to come out and say, hey, we're better than you all think we are, and then pretty much blow out the, the Bears. And obviously the Bears aren't going to be that good. And I think Trubisky has one of those games where it's like a three-interception type of game and like people are talking about, oh, we might just have to put Foles in type of thing. But uh, what do you think? Uh, I think that I'm I'm with you on this one. I think it might even be worse. I think it's going to be uh, 35-17. to 17. The Lions win their first game of the season against the Bears. I think the Bears, uh, week one, are going to be very upset when two quarterbacks have to play in the very first week of the season, not <laughs> even because of injury. They're just not knowing what to do. Yeah. And that's going to be the conundrum they're in all season. And yeah, it's going to be tough for the Bears. So I definitely feel like they uh, what the bet on this one, and the Lions get a dub. Yeah, um, Moving on to the Lions at Packers. Uh, Lions fans might hate me for the first half of the season here that I have predicted, but we have I have this dropping this one in Lambeau, twenty-eight to twenty. I just don't see the Lions going into Lambeau week two. Patricia's defense isn't really known to be that like really good defense starting off. Like, I think it's going to take some time for our free agents to to you know uh, gel with our with our team. I mean, although the Bears, we beat the Bears, but I think the Bears are a lesser team. So uh, I think Aaron Rodgers just has one of those games where we try to get pressure on him and we just kind of can't. It's just he's throwing it everywhere. We can't do nothing about it. Like I said, 28-20. to I'm going to say I agree with you on this one. I think the Packers are going to win this. I think they're going to be mad we just beat them in week one, and they definitely don't want to drop two division games back-to-back. I don't think they're going to blow you guys out by any means, but – I do think that uh, Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones will both have good games that day. Yeah, I agree with uh, you. Uh, so I would say score prediction-wise, I am going to say it's probably going to be a close one, too. I'm going to say 27 to 24. Hmm. Uh, I like that. Moving on to the Lions at Cardinals again. I think the Lions come out and they lose this one. The Cardinals... We tied with them last year, and I just don't see – I just see that they got way better than we did. I think they got – they improved more than we did, and I think that DeAndre Hopkins is going to have a really good game because we don't really have that number one shutdown corner. I mean, unless Jeff Okuda comes in and can just lock DeAndre down, which I really don't see happening. I have us dropping this one 31-27. I think it's really close throughout the whole game. Kyler Murray just does what he did to us last year. He comes back in the end and kind of picks us apart. Yeah, so uh, I I think you guys beat the Cardinals here. Mm. I think you guys are able to pull this one off. I think uh, the Cardinals definitely got some new exciting pieces, but everywhere it takes time to gel. And I know you guys got pieces too, but um, Desmond Trufant, he's a uh, he's a corner who is experienced in the league, so it's kind of was uh, Desmond Trufant for Darius Slay, and you also get a rookie cornerback who can develop and mm-hmm. was a top five pick talent. So I feel like um, you guys are gonna be able to come out and beat the Cardinals. They are gonna take about until midseason to really hit their stride, and Kyler, and especially with no LTAs, none of that, none yeah. of them getting 
shell or mesh together. I feel like it's going to take a while, and you guys get this one. 27-21. Yeah, I agree with that point you made. I kind of – that was what I was, like, racking my brain with when I chose them as a loss because I kind of do think that Kyler and DeAndre and everything won't, you know, gel until about halfway through the season. But I also – I just kind of feel biased when I give them too many wins almost. like So I don't. I just kind of felt like that was a loss. But uh, moving on, Saints at Lions, I think this is an obvious loss. 35-24, uh, to 24, I think it's going to be decently close, but it's never going to be within range of a win. I think we're just going to be playing to not get blown out the whole time, honestly. Um, I just think the Saints are a better team. And like I said, Patricia's defense isn't known to be a top defense in the first five games really ever uh if you look back at the patriots they always it seems about week eight week ten they really turn it on and then they go on and run through the through the playoffs yeah so uh saints game i think that this is going to be a game where this is where matt patricia will get a little bit of hate from lions fans i think matt patricia is going to try to put jeff akuda on an island with michael thomas all game to try to prove that uh, he's a good cornerback, and it's going to be just another kind of weird move that he's done with one of his star players. And Lions fans might like it in the beginning of the game, and 14 catches later might not like it. (laughs) And I I don't know how it's going to work. Maybe that's a complete just random prediction, but I think that's something that uh, Matt Padrisha would do, especially with what what he said to Darius Slay, just things like that. Maybe I'm wrong. But, uh, I can honestly see it. Yeah, I think that uh, the Saints are going to win this game. I don't know if they're going to go point crazy, but I'm going to say 28 to uh, 13. Wow. <clears throat> I think Stafford does a little bit more than that, but uh, I don't hate that. We just, I mean, really, it's the same score. We're just giving, you gave us a less touchdown and want them one less touchdown. But uh, moving on to the Lions at Falcons, I think That's this is. Jaguars. Oh. Oh, Lions at Jaguars, excuse me. I think this is one of those games that is going to be a make it or break, you know, make or break for our team this year because it should be an easy win, right? We're going to go into this as, oh, this should be an easy win. It's the Jags. I think the Jaguars are going to come out, start hot. Fournette's going to have, like, a really good drive. You know, he's going to go, like, four for 50 and a touchdown, you know, and then he's going to have a reception for, like, 15 and then, you know, just go crazy first drive and then I think after that we turn it on Stafford just goes out in first drive and drops a couple dimes and we come out and win this one easily 35 to 20 yep so I think you guys take care of business with the Jaguars but uh, I think it's one of those games where uh, it's going to sound kind of weird I think there's just going to be a bunch of penalties the whole game Uh, I remember when I was looking at the schedule earlier I was just looking at this game, and I was like, man, I feel like there's always a game that I watch every year with the Lions where I see, like, 15 to 25 penalties just thrown a game. I think this is going to be kind of a sloppy game. I think it's going to be low scoring uh, between these two teams, and I think the Lions get the win. I think it's just going to be, like, 13 to 10, 14 mm, to wow. 10 maybe. See, I completely disagree on the scoring-wise, like I said before. I think it's going to be really high scoring, and I think uh, Stafford is going to really pick this defense apart. 
because they don't really have guys up front that can get pressure. I mean, they have Josh Allen and, and Gakwe still, but and Gakwe doesn't want to play there. And, I mean, Josh Allen is really good, but I just don't see it. Uh, like, their defense isn't as good as it was last year, like we already said. But moving on, Lions at Falcons. This game, I think, is the make-or-break game for our entire season. Because right now, I have us sitting at 2-3, and three, and I just think we come out and win this game pretty easily. I think the Falcons come back a little bit in the end because Patricia loves to play that prevent defense late. But I think we prevail 42-25. to 25. It's going to be kind of a shootout. Holy but cow. Yeah, That's their, a big one. Their defense isn't great. Our defense is good. But I think, like I said, we're going to give up some points late in the game. And I think we're just going to score a touchdown to ice, you know, ice the game late. And they're going to come back and try to you know do a little comeback, and they're going to lose. But like I said, it's going to be – gonna be a good one i think the falcons are gonna take this one from you guys hmm. i think they got a home game and i think uh todd Gurley could have a one-legged 45 yard touchdown he could just hop on one leg all the way there i think i think he's gonna have a decent game this game and i think it's gonna be the first game of the season where it they get a little glimpse of todd Gurley showing just a little bit of anything. I think he's you know, going to be kind of held back the first few games of the season. And when he plays the Lions, he it might just be a game where he gets a little bit of just a breath. Maybe at least like a maybe a 100-yard game, maybe just a 90-yard game. But he scores one or two touchdowns too. And yeah, I, just I gets himself agree. back involved in the NFL shit. Because I, I was thinking about that the same at the same time when I was doing this. And I, was, I honestly completely agree. I think Todd Gurley has a really good game. But I think Desmond Trufant takes this game as a vengeance game and mm-hmm. picks gets a pick six on Matt Ryan. Yeah, he's probably going to be uh, on Julio Jones that game. Yep. He probably played him in practice all the every, time. and Every day. Wanted to... Wants to stick on him like glue. Yep. Honestly, uh, I I didn't say a score. I yeah. think I think it's gonna be not low scoring, but just one of those games. I think it's gonna be like twenty eight twenty one, just a one score game. Uh, moving on, Colts at Lions. I think this is gonna be a really close, really low scoring game. Cause honestly, if in my opinion, the Lions and the Colts are pretty similar. But I think they're not similar in the way that, like, on paper, you know, most people wouldn't think so. But I think they're in the same situation, kind of, where they're a middle, let's say, okay, they're a middling team-ish, and they added some pieces to try to get themselves over that hump. But I think we come out and get the win on this one, 17-13, and I just think Stafford has one of those late-game drives against this Colts defense, because I just don't believe in the Colts defense. Man, you're probably going to love this, but I think that uh, the Lions are going to win this game, but I completely disagree with the scoring. I think this is going to be the highest scoring game of the Lions season, this game. And it also may be the highest scoring game of the season, like, altogether. I think this game is going to be 45-42. to I think the Lions and the Colts are going to have an absolute shootout. I think that... Kenny Galladay is going to be on, or either of them, whoever's on Xavier Rhodes this game, probably going to have four touchdowns like they had last (laughs) year against the Lions. I I think that Matthew Stafford will have a game that this will be his best game of the season. They'll probably have about six rushes for 25 yards this game and about 550 yards passing and five touchdowns. And I think Phillip Rivers, he might have a little bit of noodle left in him and uh he might get the ball down the field a little bit but i also trust in marlon mack and jonathan taylor to yeah. maybe get some running game going 
But that would be tragic for back-to-back weeks of just running game on the Lions. Todd Gurley and then uh, Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor punch. But I think they still get it done 45-42. like it. Moving on, Lions at Vikings. Like, we already went over this one, so uh, 24-21. And then Redskins at Lions. I have us winning this one pretty soundly. Uh, last year we lost to them barely, but half our team was injured. I'm not. I mean, I'm not really worried about them this year. They did get a little bit better, but they kind of got a little bit worse at some spots, you could say. So I think we come out and win this one, 24 to 10. I think uh, that's a good score prediction. I think that your defense just had a bad two weeks, even though you guys or well, you just had to play us, so. Uh, I think you guys lost to the Vikings. I think you guys are going to be mad after the three weeks of Todd Gurley, the Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor punch, and then what Dalvin Cook yeah. is probably going to bring to the table in Minnesota, especially if he's healthy, fully healthy. So I think against the Redskins, you guys are going to beat them 21-3. to I wow. do not trust in Dwayne Haskins, and I think – Darius Juice will probably get hurt again, and Geis, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> shoot. Uh, I, th- I think you guys are going to soundly, soundly defeat the Redskins. I like it. Um, moving on, we have Lions at Panthers, and I think we win this one 28-17. Uh, same thing as the Vikings, honestly. I think it's going to be one of those games where we get out pretty heavily in the beginning and then they slowly come back, but I just don't think we even let them get close i think we put the foot on their throat early and just ride it out because we're uh like you said we're mad about that uh vikings loss i think we come out we beat the redskins and then we beat the panthers pretty uh easily so this is a game where maybe it just might be the vikings talking about i I like teddy bridgewater i think the panthers can win this game Hmm. i think they got a lot of young players on defense that by about this time in the year they're gonna at least know the system they're in they're gonna be learning a bit they're going to be a bit better players, too. I think that it's going to be kind of a weird contest. Uh, I think that uh, both Teddy Bridgewater and Matthew Stafford will have pretty, maybe not high mediocre games, just kind mm-hmm. of a good 250, two touchdown, something like that. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to be the difference in this game. I think that uh, the Lions got to play a lot of really tough running backs this year. And... Um, yeah, I, I think I think that could hurt them. I think the Panthers are going to win this one, twenty to seventeen. Hmm. Um, I like that. Moving on, Texans at Lions. I have okay. You might not like this one. I have us winning this one pretty pretty close, twenty one to twenty. Like I think it's going to be one of those games where Matt Prater kicks a game winning field goal really late. We come out. It's probably going to be we're going to be heavily. Uh, they're going to be heavily favored. The Texans. And I think we just come out and win this one and kind of put ourselves on the map. Like, people are going to be like, wow, are the Lions for real? Uh, so, yeah, I think we win this one 21-20. So, I, you guys got it at home. I think you guys can take care of business against the Texans. I know I had uh, us losing against the Texans, but I see I saw that as more just a trap game for us. We... 3-0, and uh, we got Seattle coming up on a primetime game, we got a lot on our heads, and we slip up. I think the Texans really aren't as great of a football team. Uh, Deshaun Watson is what they are, and it's kind of like Seattle. Uh, Russell Wilson is what they are, and it's just because they're great quarterbacks, they can always win a game. Um, 
but I believe that the Lions take care of this one. I think it's going to be another kind of high score. I'm going to say 35-33. Uh, and the uh, Texans miss a field goal to win the game. Nice. Um, moving on, Lions at Bears. I think we win this one, but I I know I had us beating them pretty badly in the beginning of the season, but I think they have Nick Foles at this point, and I think that kind of helps them with their run game, you know, kind of keep the game in. So I think it's a little bit lo- uh, lower scoring. I have us winning this one 17-10 because we're in Chicago. It's late. It's probably going to be shitty weather. Um, I would say, you know, Foles probably throws a pick or two. We can't capitalize because the, the, it's probably going to be very bad weather, like I said, snowing. So very low scoring, but we catch, we catch a dub. So I, uh, once again, I think the Bears are just not going to be that great of a team. I think uh, they aren't going to win any division games this year uh, other than the one against us. Um, that's going to be their only sneaky win, and it's just because we suck when we play in Chicago. Even though you guys got to go to Chicago, I feel like that doesn't bother the Lions, and they take care of this one. Um, probably low scoring. I feel like both defenses are going to play really good. Khalil Mack, they might get a lot of sacks, but um, I feel like you guys take care of business. 17-10. Uh, to 10. Like it. Um, Packers at Lions. You might disagree with me here. I probably can guarantee you'll disagree with me here. I have us winning this one, 31-28. I think it's just one of those games where both teams are coming out hot. They're ready. I think this is going to be huge for the division. It's late in the season. We both could be at the – I don't even know what the Packers would be at this point in the year, but I, we both could be the same exact record. And I think mm-hmm. I think it's going to be hard, but I honestly think <clears throat> Matt Patricia is going to come out and out-coach uh, Matt LaFleur. Like I said, 31-28. I think – this is one of those Stafford uh, comebacks. I just believe in Stafford. I think that the Packers are going to get this one on you guys. Um, I have you sitting at 7-5 and five right mm-hmm. now. Um, I think the Packers are going to take this one, and it's going to um, – you guys are now going to have the same record. I think the Packers will have the same record as you, as you guys at this point, um, and you guys will drop to 7-6. and six. I th- I don't really have much on what's going to happen in this game. It'll probably be close like every Lions and Packers game the past few years, though. So I'm going to say 24-20. Uh, to 20. Mm. Uh, Moving on, Lions at Titans. I think this is one of those games where we got scheduled at the exact worst time because this is right when Derrick Henry's writing his prime in the season. Prime and, grind. Yep. Prime grind. And 200 lose, yard games, left and right. And we lose 20 to 14 on one of those 150 yard two touchdown games, and then they kick two field goals at the end. And it's just one of those games, man. Can't really get much going. Yeah. I agree with you. I kind of agree. I think it's another drop, another L. Go to 7 and 7. And I think that. Um, I think that it's because those hard running backs you guys face all year. Yeah. I think you guys, uh, you got the corners and everything. You guys got Desmond Trufant and uh, Jeff Akuda, but the running game is what may hurt the Detroit Lions this year. Nice. Uh, moving on, Buccaneers at Lions. I think we lose this one, uh, 28-24. to I just, okay, this is my only thing with Tom Brady. I honestly wanted to give this one a win for us, but I don't. I didn't want to be that guy. 
So I took it as an L. That's why I made us lose against yeah. the Bucks, dude. Like, but I didn't honestly, be that guy. honestly, the Lions have done pretty well against Tom Brady. I mean, we've only played them once, but when we played against them, uh, Matt Patricia does really well of getting uh, pressure on the best quarterbacks in the league. But like I said, we dropped this one 28-24. It's going to be pretty close throughout, but I think Tom Brady just gives a touchdown to Gronk at the end. Honestly, I'm going to say the same exact score, 28-24. to 24. I think you guys are going to play him tight. You guys are going to play him good. Uh, you guys usually do with Matt Patricia. You have played the good teams well. You guys played well against Kansas City last year. And I feel like uh, explosive offense, uh, Tom Brady, he, they're going to have that down in Tampa Bay. And I feel like this is going to be a game that is kind of a lot of crazy things happen, just like the Kansas City game last year. And you guys do end up falling, just like the Kansas City game last year, but uh, it's a tight one, and it's one that uh, definitely makes you guys have some hope for the uh, the last seed in the playoffs for the NFC, especially going into the last week of the season mm-hmm. against the Vikings. See, and here is where it all comes down, because this is where stuff gets weird in my scheduling. I have the Lions winning this one 30-21, like we already talked about, but this leaves both the Lions, and the Vikings at 10-6 and six for number one in the division. We both lost to each other once and beat each other once. I don't know how this would work, but we would both definitely make the playoffs. Yes. I just want to know, if this were to happen, would we win the NFC North? I don't know how the tiebreaker works, but I think we would because we beat the Bears twice. Yeah, in mine, I had us losing to the Bears once, right. but... In yours, you had us beating the Bears both times. Right, right. And I think you had us beating the, the Packers. Packers both times no. as well. You didn't? No. You had us dropping one to the Packers? Um, Yes. Well, I guess technically you Vikings had you, at Packers, you, had you dropping one to the Packers too. So right. we'd both be the same in the division. Right. So How would that work out? It would Maybe have to be how it on shakes out, out of division, I guess. It could depend on if you it guys It would probably go on... Um, Maybe if uh, we lost the Green Bay, maybe if we lost the Green Bay away and y'all beat them like at home or just something like that, right. like it was just y'all got the better win against the. Maybe that would go into it, or maybe it'd just be the other teams that we played and who we beat and all that. But which we I mean, would definitely both be in the playoffs yeah. under those circumstances. What did you have us at at the end? At the end, with that last loss, you guys. I think I had that. I said in my predictions that that game was going to be close. It's because you guys are going to want to win it to be nine and seven. I think you guys still are the seventh seed in the playoffs, possibly at eight and eight was my final project projection for the Detroit Lions. You know, and I'll take that if we can make the playoffs, um, second in the NFC North. I'll definitely take it and be happy. Uh, but in that, with that said, it depends on who we play in the playoffs, you know, round one, if Patricia stays or not. But uh, I like it. I like it a lot. But that's going to be it. This episode of the Silver Lions Playbook Podcast. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you guys stay safe out here. See you all next time.